Now back to hour two of Garden Talk with Mark Weber. Good morning, sir. So, you know, I had all these plans. Yes. You know, I all, you know, some people, you know, for Father's Day, they want their kids to come over and give them lots of gifts and all that type of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. All I wanted to do today was for my daughters to come over and to go for a hike in the woods. Ooh. Maybe, maybe a little bit damp on those trails, depending on where you're going. <laughs> I'm looking at this radar, but, and but I'm, th I'm thinking to myself, you know, all I want is without walking the woods. I wanted to show these new guys in their life some cool trees and show some decay columns and some oaks. You know, it's kind of cool stuff, right? Absolutely. Not today. <laughs> oh, not today. Ladies and gentlemen, this hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk to you at 457-1290. We're going to talk to Dax from Green Velvet Sod Farms about the use of herbicides to control weeds. But most importantly, we want to talk to you today. You have a question about your lawn. Do you have a question about your landscape? You have questions about growing tomatoes. You have questions about growing peppers or eggplant and uh, or how's your lawn look thick and green or thick and yellow or green or yellow and light and lots of weeds we've got solutions we've got ideas now at 457-1290 on 1290-957 WHAO Dayton's news and talk the views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. Saturday morning to each and every one of you. Good morning, and I hope you're enjoying this first, the last hour of Garden Talk. I hope you can join us for this hour of Garden Talk. We have an open line for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That would be the number of the dial here on Garden Talk. And uh, let's go right to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Greg's got a question about growing tomatoes. Greg, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm well, sir. Uh, my question was, uh, I'm going to try to grow tomatoes this year in five-gallon containers. Too small. Uh, what's the... Too small. Pardon me? Yeah, five-gallon containers too small. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. let me let me explain. I, I grow, I will tell you about what I do, and I've been I'm very successful at it. Um, I've been growing tomatoes exclusively in containers now for probably almost eight, ten years. Okay. And I grow mine in big tubs. My tubs are typically about 24 to 28 inches in diameter. And about equally as deep. I make sure that those tubs can have holes in the bottom of them so they can drain out the water. And then I use a soilless, and the word is soilless, meaning does not contain dirt out of the ground, potting mix. And then I use um, a slow-release fertilizer called Osmocote, which you can buy all these things at your local garden center. And I grow my tomatoes in these in these big buckets. And my tomato plants right now, I'm happy to report uh, my cherry tomatoes right now. I think from the last night when I watered them, they are literally the height of my chest. <laughs> They're four and a half feet tall with the pot right now. Um, and my cherry tomatoes are probably within, I would say, 10 days of having my first red tomatoes to eat. And my um, larger tomatoes are, I've got tomatoes about the size of the palm, a little bit smaller than the palm of my hand that's formed. And the good thing is, is and I'm going to say this to a couple people out there right now that I know they're had some vegetable garden problems of recent. You can still plant tomatoes and get a crop yet this year by doing it this way. Um the important part, though, is, is Greg, you're going to need to put them in cages and keep them from flopping all over the place. Right, yeah. Yeah. Does that help you? Uh, it, it did. 
Now, uh, in, in those size containers, can I? How many plants can I put in that? Just one. Just one. <laughs> Tomatoes grow rapidly. <laughs> You know, this is you know, the, it's a it's a vegetable that grows rapidly. So when you plant your tomatoes, I mean, is the purpose for fresh eating, or is it for cooking, or what's your purpose to grow tomatoes? Fresh, fresh eating. Fresh eating. Do you like a small cherry tomato? Do you like a small salad tomato? Do you like like a big beefsteak like tomato? Uh, yes, all of those. <laughs> so you're gonna have three pots of tomatoes then. So all you need is three plants. That's all you need. And, and, and I'll give no. you some economic analysis, Greg. This is the part where I think a lot of people don't get growing vegetables. It's, economic, it's good for you health-wise. It's also economically very profitable. Now, let me explain why. Last year, um, you realize the reason I, I think like I do is I have a, a – when I went to Ohio State University and I studied horticulture, I also had – a. I took an extensive amount of classes in 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 uh, in um, economics. Okay, so I I have an have an ag econ sidebar in my in my CV, so I think in economic numbers all the time. So I, I last my wife and I because we're really bored people, <laughs> we we wrote down everything that we harvested out of our tomato pots. Okay. And how much money do you think one tomato pot generated last year? One tomato pot. I, I would hate to hazard a guess. $250. <laughs> In other words, if I went out to the store and bought the same number of tomatoes that my one cherry tomato plant produced... I would have spent in excess in excess of $200, $250, I think it was, in real money to buy the same number of tomatoes. Now, I do eat a lot of tomatoes. I have to forewarn you. But we use a lot of them in cooking, and we can them and those type of things. But it tells you economically. For example, another vegetable that is so easy to grow, and it will save you so much money, is leaf lettuce. And you can grow that in your five-gallon pot if you want. Soilless potting mix, a little bit of fertilizer. Go buy yourself a $2 pack of seeds. Spread it out. Just kind of pat it in. Give it water once a day. And lightly, it rains every day, so you don't have to water that often. <laughs> and you will produce, like, so far, uh, I'm on my, my first pot of lettuce. We have harvested no less than probably 10 times. And it's getting a little raggy, but I got two more pots coming on, and I think... I, the money side of it, I figured out the other day, we we saved nearly, I think, $55 to $60 at the grocery versus buying uh, lettuce. That's pretty good money, <laughs> you know? Great to be frugal. And, and But it tastes good, too. It tastes better than anything you can buy, you know, and it's good for you. I, I, for example, I've got radishes. I've got a bunch of radishes I sowed just two and a half weeks ago. My God, they got they're they're all they're got all their true leaf stage now, and starting to form bulbs. And uh, I've got basil doing the same thing now. I've got beautiful basil that I planted. It's come up. Um, peppers. I picked my first green chili pepper last Sunday to put in some eggs for breakfast. So, you know, the bottom line is, is growing vegetables is profitable. It's healthy for you. And I think the other thing that growing vegetables and in pots and containers, a very small space, if you just have a patio, it's a perfect place to grow as long as you have sun. The other thing that, Greg, that I find that, that it does is it raises your self-esteem. Um, you know, you hear about people that have depression and all these things that are going wrong in their lives. I contend to the very day to I they bury me in the ground um, that I think we can solve a lot of the world's troubles by getting people's hands dirty. <laughs> I believe if more people put their hands in the dirt and garden and got dirty, they would feel better about themselves than they'd ever imagine. Like you can tell I'm an advocate for gardening. <laughs> Have I helped you, Greg? You've been very helpful. Thank you. So go out and buy yourself about a 24-inch diameter long and wide pot. Make sure it's got holes in the bottom and the sides. 
Soilless potting mix. And it's got to be soilless. Don't buy anything that's river bottom muck. And get yourself some good quality tomato plants from one of our very fine local garden centers. And go have a happy garden. But most importantly, Greg, enjoy it. Watch it grow. Watch it, you know, water it regularly. And most importantly, when it comes on and you start to eat it, I want you to call me up at 457-1290 and tell me about how, 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 how your experience has been. Okay? I'll do that. Thank you very much. Greg, thanks for your call. Happy gardening to you, sir. Bye-bye. 457-1290, an open line for you. Let's go talk to Scott. Scott, good morning. Good morning, uh, Mark. Uh, I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. The um, uh, tomato plant that grew last year, uh, it went dormant you know, at the end of the season, and I didn't clean them up until this spring, but I have tomato plants that came up. Is it okay to eat those? Yeah, you just got volunteers. So that that it's okay to eat them? Yeah, I mean you can grow grow if if it comes from the same plant, you can use you can grow new they'll produce new tomatoes. Now what what if, if they probably likely will not be the um, same cultivar <clears throat> as what you planted. They're probably going to be a new cultivar because they cross pollinated. So they're not going to be as tasty. Oh, they may be tastier. They may be less tasty. It's hard to tell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong. You'll get some volunteers that'll come up, and I don't know what they're going to turn out to be. Because this is the thing is they cross, they, they pollinate with, with, with other tomatoes nearby because of insects, and you'll end up with a progeny that will likely be a little bit different than the original plant was. But they're safe to eat. That's all I really. Yeah, think. they're they're safe to eat. Yeah, great. Thanks. Oh, well, thank you, sir, and have a have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. More garden talk will continue after this on AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Stockslagers is our name. Since 1959, the Stockslagers family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. In our seven acres of greenhouses, we grow a lovely variety of annuals, perennials, and hanging baskets. Need advice to plant a vegetable garden? Our knowledgeable staff will help. Choose from tomatoes, vegetables, fruit trees, and many varieties of potted herbs. We're here for you year-round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35. Dan and I are looking at engagement rings. It's so exciting, but we need selection to make the right decision. So we're going to the James Free Jewelers Bridal Extravaganza. The James Free Bridal Extravaganza, June 21st and 22nd, will host a special selection of thousands of premium engagement rings and bands at event pricing and financing. You'll see stunning works by Precision Set, Christopher Designs, and more, plus our own exclusive collections. See it all at 3100 Far Hills Avenue Kettering and visit jamesfree.com to learn more. Summer's just around the corner. Is your vehicle protected from the sun's damaging UV rays? Professional window tinting from Zvart Rhino Linings will prepare your car, truck, or SUV for the summer heat. With multiple shades to choose from, window tint will enhance your vehicle's appearance, privacy, and security. All Zvart Rhino Linings window tint comes with a lifetime warranty. Right now, get two doors window tinted for only $69.99. Zvart Rhino Linings, we've got you covered. Find your local Zvart Rhino Linings at zbart.com. The Bigger Things sales event is on today, and it's all about new Ram trucks. At Key Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, we have over 60 new Ram trucks in stock. Today, with discounts up to 30% off MSRP, that's a savings of almost $16,000 on the Motor Trend Truck of the Year. It doesn't get any better than this. If you've even considered a new truck, you need to check out these deals. Give us a call, take the short drive to Xenia, or shop 24-7 at tobyauto.com. I'm Chris Toby, and I'll see you at Key today. Before, during, you need to be in your safe spot now. And after the Memorial Day tornadoes. It's just debris everywhere. We've been here for you. Unbelievable damage, Larry. Keeping you and your family safe and informed. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 
And a good morning to each and every one of you. It's 722, 22 minutes after 7 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Flash flood watch in effect for parts of the area as heavy rain will move through tonight and tomorrow. Scattered showers this morning. Heavy rain, gusty winds, and strong storms for the evening with temperatures in the upper 70s. Tonight, heavy rain, upper 60s. Then tomorrow, rain and thunderstorms for the morning. Partly cloudy to mostly cloudy for the afternoon with temperatures in the lower 80s. I'm Storm Center 7 Meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, rain continuing to come across the Indiana line toward us. We've got currently 63 in downtown Dayton on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. This is 1290 and 95.7 WHAO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290, if you would like to jump aboard this morning's broadcast, I would love to talk to you about your tomatoes, your trees, your lawn, your landscape. Um, I'm going to make a comment that uh, this time of year is an excellent time of year to test the health and condition of your landscape. And what I mean is this is a perfect time of the year um, to do a soil test combined with foliar analysis. Now, what is foliar analysis? Um, foliar analysis is that tells, because trees and plants, ladies and gentlemen, do not talk. They can't tell us if they are sick or if they're getting the proper nutrition. Trees and plants cannot go on the uh, telephone and call us up and say, hey, I need some phosphorus today. Um, hey, I need some nitrogen today. But trees and plants can tell us through a very powerful tool called foliage analysis. And that's where the living tissue of the plant, this could be your lawn, this could be a tree in your yard, um, this could be a shrub in your yard, and that's where the foliage is collected. And that foliage has undergone a laboratory test. And by doing so, that lab can literally pinpoint the exact needs of that plant. So one of the things that uh, I really recommend is to rec reconcile your landscape budget, meaning that to determine if the dollars that you are spending regarding fertilization to your lawn and fertilization to your trees and landscape are well-spent dollars, you can reconcile them by doing a soil and foliar analysis in June and July and August. And by doing so, you can determine if you are giving those plants the adequate amount of nutrition that will equal the optimum health of that plant. And by otherwise, you are simply um, <laughs> just guessing, not testing. 457-1290, if you would like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to be part of your Saturday morning. Um, there has been a trend um, recently of unscrupulous individuals that are topping trees again here in Dayton, Ohio. Um, I'm going to begin with saying we don't top trees. Trees should never, ever, ever, ever need to be topped. Many times people think trees gotten too big, so they need to shrink the height of it. So they call somebody up that advertises that they top trees. And then that company shows up and tops the trees. Well, ladies and gentlemen, topping a tree is a sin. It is probably one of the worst things you could ever do to a tree. And most importantly, creates a tree with more deficiencies, more hazards than it ever had prior to it being pruned. And frankly, um, anybody that agrees to top a tree, ladies and gentlemen, um, is not a professional that you should even consider. Um, tree topping is not acceptable. It is not, has not been acceptable for over 25 years in the world of arboriculture. Um, also, when you top a tree, you actually rob the tree's ability to produce food. And remember, trees don't, can't go to the grocery store to buy food, but they do it by that process called photosynthesis. 
and we don't want to remove any more of the foliage of the tree than is possible. And by removing the tree's food-making reserves, you will catastrophically damage the tree internally and reduce its ability to um, harden itself off and, most importantly, allow more decay into the tree than it's ever been there before. 457-1290, if you would like to be part of Garden Talk, we would like to talk to you today. If we got an open line, and most importantly, there are four open lines right now at 457-1290. Next hour of Garden Talk, we are going to be doing What Plan I Am. And uh, with a $25 gift card at, um, at stake. So we would love to hear from you at, as well. Also, if you need help with your trees and landscaping, also a good website to look things up as far as trees are concerned is Trees for Ohio. That's trees, number four, Ohio.org. And also treesaregood.org are great websites to find qualified arborists to help you with your, law, with your landscape challenges and most importantly, help diagnose the plant problems that you may have. Also, I want to share with you as well that uh, and we'll talk about this in the next half hour of Garden Talk about uh, spraying your yard for mosquitoes. <laughs> yes, there are people out there that are running advertisements and all kinds of things about controlling your yard for mosquitoes. We'll talk about that in the next half hour of Garden Talk. But most importantly, we want to talk to you about your challenges, your landscape. Maybe you want to grow, grow more peppers in your yard. Maybe you want to grow a banana tree. I've got three banana trees in my yard. You should grow a banana tree in yours. We'll talk about that and so much more in the next half hour of Garden Talk. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups. Depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this weekend. We're working to look to look, get you a better look at the chances for severe storms getting into Father's Day and how that could impact the beginning of the work week next week. Plus, we've got new word on an accident in I-70 that resulted in a car fire. Rain and storms going to stick around through early next week. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones. My forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO Triple Team traffic is looking clear on those major freeways at this time. We are seeing a crash reported at Catalpa Drive and West Fair, uh, Fairview Avenue. And it's our top story. On this Father's Day weekend, you won't want to keep the umbrella too far away as rain works its way into our area once again. Rain and storms move back in for today through Tuesday. Rain could be heavy at times, giving us the potential for flooding. Meteorologist Dante Jones has a closer look at the exclusive WHIO forecast that's coming up in just a few minutes. A flash flood watch going to be in effect until Father's Day morning. We'll keep you up to speed with the latest weather updates right here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and talk. Well, it's a story we brought you this morning. I-70 now clear after an accident that had multiple lanes closed just before 675. Cops say the crash and car fire that happened resulted from a hit and run. Witnesses say a driver slammed into the back of a semi and spun to the center of the highway. That driver then got out of the car and took off into the woods. Cops brought Jose Martinez into custody after using a helicopter to find him. No one was injured in that crash. We'll bring bringing more on whether or not Martinez will face uh, criminal charges in this case coming up. In Dayton, a man was taken to the hospital after a shooting last night. WHIO's John Tisdall has team coverage. Crews say it happened while a group of people were having a party in the 800 block of Bland Street around 10 o'clock last night. Officers say it may have been a drive-by shooting and that multiple shell casings have been recovered. Police have not said if they have a suspect at this time. We're working to learn the name and the condition of the victim who was shot. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast. Here's meteorologist Dante Jones. 
flash flood watch in effect for parts of the area as heavy rain will move through tonight and tomorrow. Scattered showers this morning, heavy rain, gusty winds, and strong storms for the evening with temperatures in the upper 70s. Tonight, heavy rain, upper 60s. Then tomorrow, rain and thunderstorms for the morning, partly cloudy to mostly cloudy for the afternoon with temperatures in the lower 80s. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows that scattered rain activity staying pretty consistent and we're expecting to see more scattered rain activity to come at the time though looks like you could be in for a break in the precipitation depending on where you are from our studio here on south main street for instance we're not seeing any showers happening currently but we don't expect those to be gone for long 57 degrees in troy 62 in springfield 63 in dayton at 733 i'm jonah Adi, whio continuing news 1959 was a very special year you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and this year we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. If our plant closes down, it'll close down an entire community. All the jobs will be gone if something isn't done to stop them. Senator Steve Huffman can save our jobs in Ohio for Ohio. The plants provide thousands of jobs for families. Over 4,000 Ohio energy jobs are at risk if the plants close. That'll kill our community. Thousands will lose their jobs. We need your help. Senator Huffman can protect jobs, save communities, lower electric bills, and produce energy in Ohio. By passing House Bill 6, we will have an 88% reduction in mandated energy costs over the next six years and save an average of $100 per year on our electric bill. Senator Huffman, families need your help before June 30th. Will you help us? Ask Senator Steve Huffman to pass House Bill 6 before summer break. 614-466-6247. More jobs, lower bills for Ohio. Paid for by Generation Now, Inc. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Own a Google Nest device? When you get home, tell Google to play WHIO Radio. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Sitting in for the vacationing, Randy Tisher. We are joined by Dax. Good morning, Dax. How are you? Good morning, Mark. I'm doing good. How are you? I am. Uh, I am. Uh, couldn't be any better. I couldn't stand it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about weed control, which I think is a really great topic. And um, tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are. Well, yeah. So. Um... I know it doesn't seem like it here these last couple of days because it's been cool and rainy, but we are getting um, ready to move into some warmer weather. So not only do you need to pay attention to what type of fertilizer you're putting on your yard, you need to pay attention to what type or what type of herbicide you're putting on your yard. Mm -hmm. So the first first step is is uh, what are we trying to control? So is it a broadleaf? Is it a grassy weed? Is it a sedge? Um, so we need to pay attention to what type of herbicide we're putting in those. So as the warmer weather approaches us, a lot of people like to use an ester form of 2,4-D, which works better in cooler weather mm -hmm. on some of those broadleaf weeds. As we get 80 and above, we need to switch that ester of 2,4-D over to an amine form of the 2,4-D. If you continue using that ester form of 2,4-D, there's a good chance you can do some turf damage to your lawn as it starts to stress out. Right. So we want to try to avoid that. Now, as far as um, 
paying attention to what's in the actual yard. So if you don't know what it is, there's a lot of resources out there to try to help figure it out for you. Um, not only can you go online, usually figure out what type of weed you have. If you have a lawn care professional, call them out. They should be able to identify it for you. So if it is a grassy weed, uh, one of the most common grassy weed controls you're going to find out there is going to be quincorax. So you need to make sure that that is in your herbicide if you were trying to control grassy weeds you want something like quincorac in there to control those um there's going to be a lot of other ones out there but quincorac is going to be the main one um and then sedge control there's a lot of them out there um but you can also you're, you're going to want to pay attention to what's in that as far as sulfenthrazone um things like that that actually control sedge products mm-hmm so it's important. Um, so, and so what you're trying to, what you're saying to our listeners are there's different products out there to control these different weeds, but it's important to read the label. <laughs> you you nailed it. Yeah. When in doubt, read the label. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, and and typically during the during the summer months, um, you're you're getting rid of chickweed that's dying off, dandelions. You're not gonna. I mean, they're still there, but they're not flowering. Um, a lot of that stuff is is going away, and you're going to start fighting summer annual weeds. So we need to change our approach on how we're approaching the weeds as they change throughout the season. Outstanding. And next, I want to talk a little, little bit about uh, nut sedge, nut sedge, because that's nut sedge is a is a weed that uh, it frankly can make you go crazy. <laughs> I mean, this, I, I've, I've heard it's your favorite weed. Oh, my God. I, well, sedges, you've heard me talk about sedges, I guess. Well, the thing that makes sedges fascinating are is they, they form these these nutlets below the ground that, um, that can last sometimes up to 40 to 60 years. And uh, under the right conditions of light, meaning if the turf becomes thin and light hits the ground, then a lot of times nut sedge will be activated to grow. And so... The thing that I find about nut sedges are that uh, having a really thick, lush lawn really reduces nut sedge. But more so, if you you have it, it's important to use the right product to eliminate it. And kind of go through that once again. What are the right products to be using to control nut sedge? So um, there's there's a lot of them out there. Um, so mestrione is going to be labeled for it. Uh, Sulfenthrazone is going to be labeled for it. Um, some of your generic um, sedge masters and, and things like that are going to be labeled for it. Uh, the biggest thing with nut sedge is you're not going to you're not going to zap it in one year of treatment. Mm-hmm. Most of those are going to be labeled for suppression. So you'll keep it under control where you're not necessarily seeing it. But those, like you said those nutlets are going to still be there. So if you don't stay on top of it, you're going to get that resurgence of the nut sedge. So it's something you need to pay attention to and, and stay on top of. But with consistent treatment, you should keep it under control. And like you said, the biggest thing to any any of these weed control problems, if you have a thick and healthy turf, you're not going to have the weed issues that other people are going to have. Thank you. Very well said. Very well said. Dax, thanks you so much, and it was a great hearing from you, and I hope you have a great and wonderful day. You as well. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there is an open line for you. And I do want to mention as well, in the next hour of Garden Talk, we are going to be doing What Plant I Am, which is, which is, has your opportunity to um, be part of Garden Talk and win a $25 gift card to Knollwood. So give us a call at 457-1290. I'm going to ask a question to everybody out there today on Garden Talk. Javon, get ready to get the phone lines fired up. Javon, if you and I went out and planted a tree, let's say 15 years ago, okay? And we planted it, say, 25 feet from a guy's house in Pickwell. 
There's a guy named Fred at GardenTalkBlog.com. We went to Fred's house, and you and I planted a tree 15 years ago, 15 feet, let's just say 15 to 20 feet from Fred's house. How many dollars per year do you think we would save Fred in Piqua in heating and cooling bills per year? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. How much do you think we would save Fred a year in energy savings to towards Fred's house in Piqua? And how many dollars and dollars would we be contributing to um, the society as a whole? How much carbon dioxide would be stored? And most importantly, what are the yearly benefits of that tree today? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. I'd like to know if you know the answer. It's pretty astonishing, actually. It's it's uh, it's an interesting um. An interesting thing why we should plant trees. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. That's four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you planted a tree, let's say ten or fifteen years ago, let's say fifteen feet from somebody's house in Pickwell, Ohio, and that tree grew up, and now it's about fifteen so inches in diameter, breast height. That's at four point five feet above the soil line. How many dollars per year are we saving Fred in Piqua for planting that tree? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. And Sue and Tippecanoe and Tyler too. Good morning, Sue. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. So how much, Sue? If 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 Javon and I went to Piqua uh, 15 years ago and planted a little leaf linden tree 15 feet from Fred's house. How many dollars a year am I saving Fred now and his heating and cooling bills just because we put that tree 15 feet from his house? I would say how many dollars a year? Yeah, how many dollars a year do we save Fred in heating and cooling costs? I would say approximately $100. Okay, we'll find out soon. How can I help you with your blue spruces, Sue? Okay, we have some very large blue spruce trees, uh, probably 30, 40 feet tall. The bottom branches are now dropping needles. If we were to cut off some of these bottom branches, is there some type of a bush or plant we could plant uh, fairly close to them that would give us privacy? Yes, but my question is to me, why are they dropping needles? My guess is... Remember, we don't guess. <laughs> I'm teasing you. How long have they been, okay. dro- how long have they been dropping, dropping needles? I mean, it's, it seems to me that from what I'm hearing in your voice, this is, a, this is an issue, right? It is. Okay, okay. So let's go to the root cause, Okay. Okay. Um, blue spruce as a species is, is, is Picea pungens, and it's native to the eastern slope of the Rockies. Okay, You won't find it on the western slope on the Rockies. And it's an interesting question. Why is, it, why is it more prevalent on the eastern slope of the Rockies than it is on the western slope? you have any idea why? I do not. Moisture. Okay. That side of the Rockies is more arid than the west side of the Rockies. Okay. This is the tree that gets most of its moisture in the winter by snow. In fact, it lives in a place that probably in some cases gets no more than 10 inches to 15 inches of rain and what rainfall in a whole year. And now you got this tree in a place that lives where we get at least 36 inches a year, sometimes more. Okay. Yeah. The other thing that I find with blue spruces is what triggers a lot of needle needle loss is a disease, a fungus disease called needle cast. Okay. Okay. And needle cast disease is a clear is a is a gateway disease that's caused by some type of what we call stress or what we call an abiotic disorder. And, and an okay. important teaching moment is. 
most trees and plants that get sick and die get sick they get sick and they die because of some form of abiotic problem okay. M- meaning that diseases and insects don't just fly about and find a tree to pick on okay they just it doesn't work that way in nature okay if it did we'd have a have a treeless society so plants are attacked and they become stressed and die related to plant stress in the case of needle cast disease it's been my long term my analysis since I read so many soil and foliar analysis tests like, like I do in my practice. The vast uh-huh. ma- the vast majority of needle cast diseases are related to shading, and they're also related to nutrient deficiencies. Okay. And I will tell you that my more likely than not, your blue spruces have a nutrient deficiency. So what I would suggest is so that this problem doesn't get worse because it can get really bad. Okay. Is that right now in the month of June, you do a soil test and you do foliar analysis, meaning that you collect, you work with a certified arborist that understands how these things work. You collect a soil sample and you collect, needles from the tree there's a protocol a laboratory protocol to follow you send you send this to the lab the lab comes back and tells us what's in the ground what's in the tree and then from there the qualified arborist reads that report and comes up with a treatment plan okay and this is why and because this is how it gets in trouble that's how a lot of trees get into trouble particularly evergreens is needle cast it's a it's a gateway disease related to nutritional deficiencies. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I need coffee. <laughs> okay, I will do that. So, and in the short, and there are plants that you could plant underneath there that could give you some sh- screening effects. Yes. But I think we need to figure out how bad it really is. Okay. Because you know the other side of it is it may be your trees may be in an unrepairable condition. And I don't okay. know if they are or not, but we you got to make that decision as well. Okay. Don't don't be like the little Dutch boy sticking his finger in the dike hoping to hold the hold the water back. <laughs> okay. Okay, that makes sense. All yeah. right. Thank, Su- thank you. Thank you, Sue, and have a good day. Okay, you too. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. Javon, I'm gonna do Scott real quick. Scott, good morning. Hey, morning, Mark. Okay, Scott, Javon and I went to Piqua 15 years ago, planted a, a little leaf linden 15 feet from Fred's house. The tree now is 15 feet in di- 15 inches in diameter. How much money does Fred save a year in just heating and cooling costs alone? Not in carbon sequestration. How much money does Fred save? How much am I saving Fred and his wife, Lynn, Per year in heating and cooling cost. I'm just going to take a stab at a $1,500. No. Way right. too high. <laughs> Can I take another stab? Yeah, sure. How about 150 Too high. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to stab anymore. Yeah, you're still too high. The tree, the tree generally... Um, for right now, and its total uh, benefits uh, for this year, and that includes um, carbon dioxide and energy usage for the year, air pollution removed, as well as stormwater that's been retained and also carbon um, sequestration, Fred's tree has produced $21.22 in benefits for this year. So that'll oh, kind of, it'll give you the number. You're you're going to get a little closer here once we get uh, we get a few more calls in. But thanks for your call, can Scott. I, can I get a quick question? Uh, let me put you on hold, and we'll get you right out of the break. Okay. All right. Thank you. More garden talk will continue after this on the twelve ninety and ninety five seven WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. If you have back pain, then you have choices. 
And choosing the right doctor is just as important as choosing the right treatment. At Polk and Chiropractic, we focus on the cause of your complaints, not the effect. We offer safe, gentle, and effective treatment for all ages. So if you're frustrated with the management of your acute and chronic back pain, then call us at 299-2900 for your free consultation. All you have to lose is your pain. I'm Dr. TJ Polking, and we've got your back. Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. As we celebrate 40 years serving our local community, Mark's would like to thank you for being such a loyal customer. We strive to offer an affordable way for Ohio families to shop. We are glad to be Ohio-owned and Ohio-proud. Thank you! Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen, right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Flash flood watch in effect for parts of the area as heavy rain will move through tonight and tomorrow. Scattered showers this morning. Heavy rain, gusty winds, and strong storms for the evening with temperatures in the upper 70s. Tonight, heavy rain, upper 60s. Then tomorrow, rain and thunderstorms for the morning. Partly cloudy to mostly cloudy for the afternoon with temperatures in the lower 80s. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows scattered shower activity all over the place. We've got overcast sky conditions here in downtown Dayton. It's 63 at the airport, 63 in Springboro. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. 457-1290, and we were talking to Scott. Scott, you had a question for me. Yeah, your your question brings up a question for me. I uh, mm-hmm. I want to plant a tree right in front of a big picture window I have in my kitchen that would block the sun, mm-hmm. but... I don't know how long I was looking for a tree that would grow rather quickly so I could benefit from it soon. I'm just wondering if you have any uh, ideas. You know, I want to tell you a story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I built my house in 2000, 2001. And I picked a spot to build my house that was good for my kids for school. But I also picked a place where the soils had never been disturbed other with other than agriculture. My pH was at 6.5, and I had deep, loamy soils. Okay? Uh-huh. And then I planted um, 102 trees or so in my yard in two days. <laughs> if you would go to my house right now, and look at all these different species, everything from from maples to oaks to bald cypress to, to yellow wood, um, pines and spruce. Which tree do you think is the tallest? Uh, pine. No. They're all the same height. Uh. <laughs> So, the quickest way to grow the fastest tree is to know the site, 
know the soil and make a decision based upon the parameters of the site. Because what limits a tree's growth is not genetics, it's site conditions. That's why when you go to California and see the redwoods that are 2,000 plus years old, yeah. they are in the ideal site. That's why when you walk in the woods and see an oak tree that's 1,000 years old, why is it 1,000 years old? Because it has had unlimited resources to live. So for we to choose and pick this whole mentality that I want a fast-growing tree is well is rooted in reliable science, reliable facts, of the conditions of the site. That's the secret to growing a fast tree. Okay. Does that help you? Yes, it does. So what do we do? We don't guess. We soil test. <laughs> All right. I've heard that before. Yes, you have. And you will hear it to the day they bury me in the ground so they can use me for a soil test. All right. Okay. So good luck, sir. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's jump to the telephone lines. William in Springfield. Yes, yes. How many dollars a year do I save Fred at his house since I planted that tree fifteen feet from his house? Oh my! I would say a lot. You know what? It's interesting. Is this year this this year alone, Fred will what? Fred will get twenty one dollars and twenty two cents of benefits for that from that tree. Wow. And Fred is going to be saving on his his electric bill will have to be less than $12.59 less because he put that tree close to his house. Wow. So that's pretty good, you know. Yes, it is. You yes, put that over, you know, 10 years, that's some yes. that's some real money. That's, that's some money. Real. Yes. So what's your question about Ivy? Well, I have some ivy. It was growing all up the side of my house, um, just getting all in the way. And I was able to take a lot of it down, but it just keeps coming back. What is the best way to just get rid of it? Well, let's treat it with a post-directive, non-selective, non-residual herbicide called glyphosate. And there are others out there. They call it Roundup and, and, and just follow the label directions. And it's a good product to use for that application, but make sure it's just pure glyphosate. It's not mixed with a bunch of other stuff. Right. Okay. Okay, William. Oh. I got to run. I gotta, okay. I got to okay. run, William. But listen, stay tuned next hour. Guess what? You got the chance to win a $25 gift card to Nolwood. How about that? Coming up in the next hour of Garden Talk. Good, good. Thanks for your call, sir. More Garden Talk will continue. One more hour of broadcast excellence lies ahead. You get to fire up those phone lines at 457-1290 because I am going to be a plant and you will have to figure me out. And I've been told by many listeners that this is their favorite portion of the program. <laughs> what plant I am right here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. And don't forget, during the week, you can always reach me at area code 937-835-3381 or check out my website at weberlandscaping.com. Stand by. Here comes the news. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.